Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we're going to talk about the 10 pros and cons of buying a house right now in September 2022. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, how you doing? Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we're going to talk about the pros and cons of buying a house right now because it is a very interesting time in real estate. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, we've been in the business a long time and probably we've had um, a pretty um, homogeneous, consistently strong seller's market almost the entire time. And so now that's not the case. And it's a time of transition and some thing people... Some things are happening that haven't happened before and, uh, you know, certainly younger people looking to think about where they're going to live and if they're going to buy, um, uh, facing um, situations that we haven't seen before. So, yeah, I yeah. agree. Now, <clears throat> just for semantics, this is just something interesting. The definition of a balanced market is about six months of worth of inventory. Mm-hmm. We are at three months. So mm-hmm. technically, we're still in a seller's market. Um, so although it may not seem like that, and I think, you know, we'll certainly dip below three months of, of, uh, inventory, I think by the time the stats come out next month. Uh, but technically we're still yeah, in a seller's market. That's true. So it just may not feel like a seller's market, but it really kind of is. But I think, um, you know, that is changing. We've had a bit of a slide since March, certainly in some segments more than others, but you know, it is providing buyers a lot of opportunity right now to buy. And we thought it would be a good idea just to talk about why now would be a bad time to buy and why now would also be a really good time to buy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because let's say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that it doesn't matter what market they're in. They have to buy or they have to sell anyway, right? Um, Life changes or you know, moves or, I mean, job moves or whatever the case may be, they are, are going to buy and maybe buy and sell in the same market. So it doesn't matter to them, but there are a lot of people out there tire kicking. I would say right now, a lot of buyers, we have a lot of buyers looking, but no one, people are slow to pull the trigger. Right. So, um, yeah. Anything else uh, you want to point out about what you're seeing right now in, in the market? You mentioned, a, uh, you know, a nice condo you said the other day that had been sitting, sitting on the market for about six months or so. Is that kind of about average to, Oh, I think that's, I don't think that's average. I think that's exceptional because but, it was a high end. Yeah. But I think, um, I think when I say that, I think it's, uh, we're seeing a seller's market for the first time. I, I know that technically it's not, but certainly I'm seeing that, um, buyers are having more influence Mm -hmm. and more um, flexibility and can take their time and can include clauses and conditions that maybe they couldn't have before. Mm -hmm. That's what I was really referring to. Have have you seen any sale of uh, purchaser's property conditions or heard of any yet? I haven't yet, but I bet that's coming. Yeah. Um, No, that... uh, I haven't either, but someone did ask me if, if my clients would entertain that. 
I was like, uh, no, <laughs> we're not there yet. Mm. Uh, by the way, everybody, that's, uh, you know, you, you put an offer on a property and you make it conditional on the sale of your property. Um, that's something we really haven't seen since the 80s, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, what I am seeing, and this is, just, this is just kind of funny, is like, you know, I've listed a few places over the last, you know, month or so, and people will call me. They haven't seen it. And they'll call me, hey, I'm calling about, you know, X, Y, Z. How motivated are your clients? Would they take X? And it's like, what? Like, I, have you even shown it yet? Well, no, but I just want to know if, if there's, uh, you know, if, if they're going to get a deal. That's all they care about. Are they going to get a deal? So that's so weird. It's yeah. like they haven't seen it. The buyer is not particularly interested in the property. They're just looking for deals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is weird. Really weird. Yeah. So that's yeah. happened with yeah. uh, three properties really? that I have right now. Yeah. Really? Well, and you know, and so, you know, just a few months ago, you probably would have counseled most of your clients to buy first and then sell. That's right. And so that's completely shifted. I wouldn't be buying first now. Absolutely so, not. You know, yeah. those people that are asking about that uh, condition on the sale of their property is a situation where they're nervous about selling and yeah, as you know, they should be. We would be selling first and then yeah. go out and buy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's a complete shift. From that's a complete months. shift. Yeah, it maybe of our whole career. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, okay, so let's talk about, you know, everybody is aware of sort of the differences of, of, you know, the market conditions, I suppose, but let's talk a little bit why we think it would not be a good idea right now to buy. And then we'll talk about why we think it is a good idea to buy. Okay. Um, pros and cons. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about the cons first of buying now. I think the number one thing that I'm hearing is that prices have really just started to slide so people don't know how far they're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to say I, about I, that. We don't know what to say. It's, <laughs> it's, it's just so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the market is clearly in correction. Yeah. And we don't know. Now, they did go up slightly last month, but we don't know if they're going to stay flat. Yeah. They're going to go up, going so to go I've down. Heard some people say that they expect the prices to drop so much that it is worth incurring the higher interest rate. Uh That the drop that is anticipated by some people um, makes it worthwhile even given the rising interest rate. I mean, but who knows? But it hasn't happened yet, I don't think. No, so we are are in this basically the sixth consecutive month of a, of a slide. Well, last month wasn't, so we had five months mm-hmm. of of a slide. So um, we're still up over last year marginally. I anticipate this month we could be in the negative from last year, um, but it's probably going to be pretty close. Yeah. And then, you know, I think toward the latter half of this year, beginning of next year, I think we'll start to see things turn around. That's just my own opinion. Yeah. Um, however, we don't know. We just don't know right. if they're going to drop further or how much. And all these people, it's so annoying. Like, right. So it, some people say a reason not to buy is because prices are going to drop Exactly. Further. Well, so the answer is we don't know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, who knows? And so to put off something because of a maybe... Yeah. If your circumstances otherwise indicate it's what you should do. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think it's likely, but then, the, but then 
as won't you last say, forever. I don't think it'll last very long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, re- I was trying to think back to 2008 and I remember at the time feeling panicky about it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, what's happening? And it was very short lived. It seemed really short. It like, was a matter of a couple of months. Wasn't yeah. It? Well, I kind of remember by around six or eight months, yeah. things were kind of mm-hmm. turning around and then it exploded. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know, And the problem again. is you're not going to know that if you're that kind of person who's waiting for prices to drop, you're not going to know that they've dropped all they're going to drop until they've started to increase. Right. And you're also that kind of person that's been waiting for prices to drop for 10 years and they're not going to drop that far. (laughs) So you, you didn't win. Yeah. Right. Um, That's a good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. So second con to buying now, I would say is that we really still are in one of the most expensive housing markets and period of time that we've ever seen Mm -hmm. in the GTA. So prices are still extremely high. So that might be a con for people, even if you're not anticipating prices dropping, it still may be something that you're like, oh, you know, prices are just still really high, right? The average price in, in of, a, of any type of prod, property in the GTA was still well over a million dollars. Yeah, right? so we have a housing affordability issue. So there are always going, so that's always going to be the case. That's we right. live in a city where this is, I mean, this is, it's a one-way trend. Mm-hmm. And um, if you can't buy a house in the city, you can't buy a house in the city. Yep. That's that's the life. That's it, and that's probably not going to change. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you can't buy because you can't afford it, you can't buy because you can't afford it. Exactly. So think of something else. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, number three, another con would be that, you know, either we're in a recession or a recession is coming and mm-hmm. whether or not we're in one or one is coming is seems to be a little bit up for debate mm-hmm. depending on who you talk to some people think we're in the throes of it now i don't know um i'm not an economist so i can't really i don't think answer or speak to that effectively however um you know some believe that we could be in for a really long deep recession if this trend of interest rates, for example, continues and they keep rising. Mm-hmm. So, so that kind of prompts a, a hold tight pat- pattern. Yeah. yeah. Like that uh, people aren't going to want to make any major decisions. They're going to rein in their expenses and their discretionary spending and just hold tight. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, if you, if you fear that and if, if you are vulnerable to changes like that, um, then I can see that there's no, re- that is not a good time for you to buy. Yeah, it's uh, really tough, I think, for anybody to speculate what's happening. Mm-hmm. I think there's certainly rumblings in the US, for example, about them not raising interest rates anymore and recognizing the situation they're in. And it looks like Canada uh, and a couple of other countries will be, if there's going to be a big recession coming, it looks like it's headed our way and maybe not necessarily the u.s or other places so um i'm not sure we're handling all of that well Mm -hmm. but it looks like that's something that we should be thinking about for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. okay uh you know another big one i think is that people who are thinking about buying now are very concerned what that's going to do for their finances later so you know they're buying high it's still very high the interest rates are high and they might be rising further and they're worried about what that's going to do for them later on from a financial perspective. 
and maybe, you know, if a recession is, is coming, maybe they may lose their job. Maybe they may get into some real financial trouble. So, so people are concerned about making a financial commitment given the uncertainty of the time. That's right. Um, and I, you know, that's fair. I think if you're the kind of person who, especially if you're, if you want to live in the city and you're the kind of person that's scraping by, you know, with everything. And I think a lot of us are here. So I think, you know, maybe that's not the time for, for them or that's something that they should be. Yeah. Considering. That kind of, the stress that that would put on somebody would be hard to bear. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now this is a big one because if you wanted to buy under normal circumstances, we would say to people, you know, if you're not sure you like the house or you're not sure you like the neighborhood and you buy, don't worry, you're going to make a ton of money, just sell it in a, in a year or so. And you know, you'll make a fortune and it's no big deal. It doesn't have to be permanent. So I think people are extra concerned right now that if they do purchase now, then they're going to have a hard time selling if they need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, personally, I would never have uh, said to somebody that in a, a year or two, they would make a lot of money. I, I When I work with buyers, I, I talk about three to five years, sure. not hoping to sell before that. And, you know, that's always a risk. And so certainly we only know what we know today and we don't know what's going to happen down the road. But I kind of still feel that way that I would say that to people. Uh-huh. If you, you know, life happens, but other than something um, unanticipated happening, if you're not planning to sell in a year or two, if you're thinking that you can buy this and hold on to it, ideally for like five years, then I think you're pretty safe. Yeah. Yeah. I still say that. Yeah. And but, I do too. And, and we're going to... But shorter term for shorter term goals, I, I don't think ever would have been wise. No. They, they uh, although been, they could have been largely successful over yeah. the last 10 years. Yeah. You could you could have made $50,000 a year, mm-hmm. paid some fees and still come out ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not something perhaps mm-hmm. that you could do right now. We don't right. know. Right. Uh, okay. So, you know, we're thinking about protecting buyers, those are some of the reasons why it may not be an ideal time for you to purchase. No, is another reason that there's, is there really anything great to buy? Well, that's a whole other story. Um, I think that's the reason not to buy. And that's, that's a little bit, uh, I'm going to talk about that in a second with our pros Mm -hmm. um, to why you could buy now, but you know, they're really, I see the odd good thing come out, but it's like... It's the odd a, good thing. I a lot of people waiting for stuff right. and nothing. More than ever, I find. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's, I think, a, a yeah. big uh, obstacle in buying right now. It is. It is. That's all right. All those sellers aren't selling. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So let's flip the script a little bit and talk about why now is a good time to buy. Um, and this will suit a whole other, you know section of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the number one thing is no matter what happens, people buying is still better than renting, right? You're still making a good investment and, right. um, you know, prices of rent right now are absolutely astronomical. And so, you know, I like to give this example to people who are looking maybe for, you know, an average two bedroom, condo, which is probably going to be about 3000 a month. You have to remember that that's about $36,000 a year. And if you do that for three years, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to really think about, even if market conditions are not great, at least if you were 
buying, you know, that money is going into a mortgage and into an investment that, as you said earlier, hopefully you'll have long-term. Well, you know, we're in the, in the real estate business, so we clearly see the value of real estate and we both would call rent throwing away money. That's right. Just giving it to, you're lining someone else's pocket. And if you could choose otherwise, why, you know, why would you? That's right. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to point out that with today's interest rates, if even with the interest rates today, which are still has very, very low, okay, mm-hmm. I know they sound like they, they've gone up and everyone's in a panic, but I, I remember my first house and it was, I think I was paying 10 or 11%. Um, this is nothing. Mm-hmm. You have to realize that rent today is still significantly higher than a mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. So if you can scrape together the down payment, you're still better off buying something, you're going to actually be paying less than you are renting something. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. The next thing is, you know, long-term, you are still in a much better position if you are buying because we know prices are going to keep rising. This is not, there's never been a time in history where prices haven't risen right you know maybe they dip for a year or two but then they go back up and so if there's anyone out there that doesn't believe that you just need to you just need to look at what the average house was worth 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago um you are always going to be making money on a purchase and if a purchase is something that's important to you or you need a place to live i don't know why you still wouldn't do it Mm mm-hmm you know? Yeah, there's going to be dips. I mean, you have people who bought in February this year saying, oh my gosh, it's gone down. Yeah, but unless you're selling and you, you know, can com- com- commit to hold holding on to it for a couple of years, that's, uh, that's a blip. Right. Uh, historically, that's a blip. There's never, there's n- no pocket in the GTA that is worth less than it was, uh, you know, year, a few years ago. There's this, is, it's not happening. It just isn't happening. And I, I, you know, I do find, <laughs> I know I'm just stumbling a little bit here, but I do find it a little bit shocking uh, that people believe that, yeah. you know, that's. Just ask, the, just ask the people who thought the market was going to crash years ago and so sold and now they can't buy back in. Just ask those people how they feel about it. Exactly. That's right. And there's so many of those people. So I just want to point out, I just quickly looked up that the average selling price of a property 10 years ago in the GTA was 450,000. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So you, people must see that mm-hmm. it's, you know, prices are not dropping to 450,000. You've made a lot of money. 10 years is a very short period of time. Yeah. I mean, some years you make a lot of money, some years you make a little bit less, but you hold on to it. And overall, you're way ahead of the game. Way That's right. ahead of way the game. Way ahead. Okay, another reason why I think it's a good idea to buy now is that it is likely or at least possible that interest rates will rise again. And so wouldn't it make more sense for you to lock in to the rate that you have now or get in while rates are a little bit lower than they might be six months from now? Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're kind of this kind of wait and see attitude where people are thinking, well, I just want to see where interest rates are. What you want to buy when they're higher? Like I kind of don't get it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, maybe they think when interest rates go higher, prices will drop further, Mm -hmm. but I don't know that's going to happen. I mean, none of us do. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have to remember interest rates might keep rising, but we're not, nobody anticipates we're going to be back up to 10 or 11%, let alone the 18 or 20% that we saw 
you know, in the in the 80s. Yeah, and we've been, with the rates that we've had for the last several years, we've just been lulled into this expectation of free money. Um, and really, all this talk and all these increases in rates, like, they're really still very low. So low. Like, yeah. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it, if we hadn't had that inertia, that lower, almost non-existent interest rate for so long, it's that's what's causing people this, like, whoa, what's going on? Well, what's going on? We, you should have been saying that when it was like nothing. Whoa, this isn't sustainable. What's going on? Yeah. But this now is, you know, life. It's a course of business. Yes. People have forgotten. We've been very spoiled here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think everyone thought that this ride would last forever. And it's just a, it's a mind shift, mind change shift that has to happen. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one is, uh, I want to go back to rent, um, because I think it's important again to note that, you know, the price of rent is so high, but also it's really hard to get a rental. So if you need a place to live, you're actually probably going to have an easier time buying something than you are finding a good rental. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's important because, uh, you know, from an inventory standpoint right now and for the foreseeable future, it's hard to get something decent to rent. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, and the fact that prices are so unbelievably high in rent, there's one building I was looking at the other day with clients, the rent has gone from 2,800 to 3,500 a month for a two bedroom, 850 square foot unit. That's a, I mean, great for the landlord, but that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, you can, What's happening, especially with newer buildings, is because it's not under any type of rent control, the landlords are just kicking people out or raising the rent astronomically or saying, like, either you pay 700 more mm-hmm. or, I'm sorry, you have to go and I'll get somebody else. So, yeah. And, you know. and I might be wrong in this. Maybe it's changed. But, you know, working with the few kind of potential tenants that I do, the hurdles that they have to go to, the qualifications <laughs> they have to show to rent are much more extreme. Yeah. It's so much easier to buy. Worse than a mortgage. Much, much worse. Yeah. I mean, I'm Well, you cracked me up about saying that you had somebody who had to do an interview. Yeah, we sat for an hour and a half, and uh, she wanted the um, invasive (laughs) questions, like, will you be having a cleaning lady, and how often would she be coming? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how many poops a day do your dogs do? Yeah. Yeah, it it actually hurts my soul (laughs) to think that you... And, you know, I just turned to her and said, you know you know, you're well qualified. Why are we doing this? Why yeah. aren't you buying? Yeah. In her case, there's a reason and she won't be a tenant for long, not made for that. Right. That work. But it, it's, um, you know, it can be much harder, mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, not only because of the um, scarcity of places to rent and the crazy prices that uh, landlords are getting, but just the hurdles the you demand. have to go. Demand. Yeah. You know, you know this... but from a landlord's perspective, I get it. Yeah. Like, if it were my, a property of mine, like, you know, I'd, I'd want to be doing everything I could to make sure. Exactly. Because there, and even if you do everything you can to make sure there's no guarantees. That's right. Your property is going to be well taken care of. But um, yeah, but and, it's, and it's, it's so hard. It is. And I think it, the other thing I want to point out, we've talked about this before, but if you don't have a good, I, I, if you have a lot of money mm-hmm. in the bank and you just sold your house and you sold for $2 million, for example, and but you don't have any income coming in or very little income, you can't even get a rental. It's hard. Um, I, we were successful, but you do have to, um, you have to really push it. You do have to. And, you, you know, some of these people have to look. I mean, I was working with a, a client who I've sold two of her houses. I, I've seen her bank account. 
Uh, but because she doesn't have any income on paper, she applied for, I think, six different places and couldn't get any, any yeah. of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, she's got, you know, whatever amount it was, it was a couple hundred thousand, many hundreds of thousands in the bank and they wouldn't let her rent. No, and then, so then there's talk of, you know, people doing things like paying, this woman on the weekend wanted a year in advance. Right. Like, no. No, it's outrageous. No. Well, we've yeah. gone, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that, I think that's all, you know, important and, and something to keep in mind for sure. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, the, the bigger thing for me um, in renting is the vulnerable position it puts you in. Oh, I know. They could kick you out at any time. Kick you out. And yeah. like, who wants to be doing that? That's for me what would cause me to lose sleep. Yeah. 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 I have a, a, a woman who I helped sell last year and she went into a rental and um, basically because she's retired and fixed income and blah, blah, blah. I, of course, said I thought it was a mistake. And um, sure enough, she's been there one year and they're asking her to leave. Yeah. No. And so that vulnerability for me is enough to put me out of it's renting. Tough. Now, it's I will tough. say I am renting now, but I don't think I'm at any risk of that. But I could be. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's mm-hmm. a short term as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So. Yeah. Final thing. Uh, that I think the other big pro of of buying now, especially, and we're talking really Toronto and the GTA, is we have an absolute inventory crisis and shortage happening. So mm-hmm. all of this will be a, a blip. I don't care what anybody says. At the end of the day, we are expecting millions of people to immigrate into the city and we need housing that we don't have. So that is always going to maintain property value. So even if we have a little small dip now, it won't be long and prices will be back up because they have to be. We just don't have an option. That's a huge advantage of living where we live. I mean, that's not going to affect Regina as much as it is here. Exactly. There's always going to be housing demand in Toronto. Exactly. For every type of housing. That's right. And, and, you know, there've been some articles being, uh, put out world Remax put an article out yesterday, I believe it was talking about the inventory shortage and all of the real details, critical details about that from a scientific research based perspective, not from a personal perspective from the company, but it is interesting if you're curious to kind of hear about that or know about that, I would, I would encourage anyone to look it up. But so you count that as a good reason to buy now. And that's because, because I think prices will have to go back up. Right. And so, um, from, from my perspective, we may be maybe now, maybe three months from now, maybe they'll drop a little more, but they're going to go back up. It, It has to happen just because of inventory alone. Agreed. And so, um, you know, that's important, I think, to really 100%. think about that. And, and you know, that's why always we counsel our client, clients, where you buy, that's why location, 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 right. where you buy is important. Right. Um, so right. you have to buy something that meets your short-term needs, but also with a long-term view of the market and, your fu- and the future of where you're buying. Right, yeah. right, so, right. you know, no purchase in the GTA is unwise. Right. I believe. Right, exactly. Um. Yeah, so I would say for all of those reasons, everybody out there is thinking about buying, you have a lot to think about. And you've got pros, you've got cons, and you have to really, you know, push the negative news aside. So hard to do though. I know, but just kind of look at the facts that are are being presented that are legitimate and not yeah. necessarily and- um 
you know, personalized, I think. That's so hard. I believe that there are lots of buyers out there, but just because of the media, there's just no, there's just this sense of hesitation about making a move in any direction. I know. And pe- there's no sense of urgency or there's, you know, we've given all the reasons here and a buyer might say, yeah, I get all that, but and right. that it's that, but I read this article and it's that that's, how do you get people to not ignore the news, but ensure they're listening to credible sources? I think it's just a matter of looking at looking at everything that's being presented. I said the same thing about COVID. I feel the same way. It's like you need to look at at what is being used to create a news story mm-hmm. and what is being presented as actual fact. So. I would not necessarily, you know, be listening to the media as much as I would just be absorbing all information, taking everything in and making my own decision and not just necessarily listening to, you know, one perspective or another. You need to really take it all in. And that's why I think we wanted to kind of present the pros and the cons uh, because we don't want to come across as being. Yeah. And the funny, I mean, it's so easy for us to sit back and, and say this, but like, it's almost like, isn't this exactly the market when you should be buying? Well, like, do you want to wait till yeah. prices go up and everybody else is doing it? Yeah. And the news is like over the top amazing about Toronto real estate? Like, no, well, this, is, this is when you want to do it. The, you know, and this the buyer mentality fascinates me. It's like when you are. This is your chance, people. This is your chance to get a deal. Yeah. You know. And how, why are people not seeing that? I have no idea. Because someone, because people have, they've been hearing don't do it. Um, but it's kind of like, you know, when there's a property that's every property is going to multiple offers and clients are so pissed off because they can't buy anything because everything is selling for multiple offers and they keep, and they keep, you know, losing out and losing out. And then finally one comes up in the middle of all that, that doesn't sell an offer night and they are so excited for a minute and then they go, wait a second, what's wrong with it? And then they don't buy it. It's exactly that. It's the same type of mentality. mentality or it's like, you know, um, know almost would like would I want to be invited would I want to go to a party that I was invited to like right 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 <laughs> you know yeah um yeah I mean are you wishing for the multiples again yeah. I mean I mean there's a mindset that that's what is creating that's what's the value right yeah right right and you know if everybody else is concerned about something and not you know taking steps or action and buying then you know, there must be something wrong. Why, right. why would I do it? Right. Um, and we've got to find a way to, to help people yeah. realize interest rates are rising from the unprecedented depths that they were, but they're still great. Right. And it's, a, as you say, oh, let's to summarize this whole conversation. There's no going wrong in buying anything in the GTA. And um, there's no possibility of timing the market. Um, what we know is that this is a good option. I believe strongly that you kind of buck the trend. Yeah. When it's multiples and there's 35 offers on a bungalow in Durham, should you really be doing this? Right. Should you have done that? Right. Well, now is the time you should be doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. This is where people make money, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like, this is where investors really can shine. Right. You know, and yeah. by investors, I mean anyone who's investing in a property. Yeah. Right. You know, this is the opportunity that we've been waiting for 
So I don't know, take advantage of whether it's now or in a few months. I certainly, I would be thinking about taking advantage of it. That's for I, sure. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's our view. So hopefully uh, at least it gives you something to think about. You can kind of look at both sides and determine what works for you. Um, you know, we are always here. I always appreciate people reaching out to us. So thank you for that. Um, and we're happy to help. And, uh, for those that reach out, we are always happy to get back as soon as possible to you and answer your questions in the most timely fashion we can. So make sure you've subscribed here, everyone. Thank you so much. And also make sure you're following us on all of our social channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And hopefully we will talk to you next week and happy real estate. Happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.